Hello and welcome to the Knowledge of Nothing podcast. Each week we will share with you our thoughts and opinions about our modern mythologies. Such as film, TV, music, comics, gaming, and more. I am your host, Brian, a comic book nerd who thinks of himself as a low-level superhero. And I'm your anti-host, Tony, a movie buff with an unhealthy obsession for overanalyzing anything and everything. And when we're not fighting crime, we're podcasting. Let's get it started. Boom! Boom. Welcome to the Knowledge of Nothing podcast. This is episode 18, and we are powered by Soy Cat Candles. They are 100% soy and 100% possum. In today's exciting episode, we're going to be going over some streaming and film news. We're going to be going over some gaming news, the poll results, and of course, like always, pop quickies. Let's get it going. Woo! All right. Well, we're going to start our start off this episode of the podcast we got an email, guys. We got an email. Another email. Awesome. Wow. This makes four. This makes four out of 18 episodes. Actually, we got another one, but that's a little bit on the top secret side of things because we're going to have some surprises for you here in the next few weeks. But this person is, I think, hands down, has to be our number one fan. I mean, there are a lot of fans out there, but this person has hooked it up for us this this season. He has gotten his brother on the show who, uh, you know, we became friends with. And, uh, you know, the world-famous Wayne, Kobe Bell, uh, called him right out. So, I mean, he gave Wayne cred right then and there. So, anyway, it's an email from Oren Bell. And it says, hey, guys, loving the show. Keep kicking ass. Going back to last week, it has to be a dry burrito and there are way too many pluses out there. Yes, you know, there are you know, dry burritos all the time. And yes, there are way too many, too many pluses, including Con Plus, which I really want to hear any kind of feedback from. What? Was no, it no. good? Con Was it not Plus good? Con Plus needs to stay. Con Plus is I don't the know. best one out there. But, but I want to hear. Con Plus, Disney Plus. <laughs> Con Plus yeah. is right out there. As uh, yes, far as the podcasting uh, world goes, I think we're the first Plus podcast out there, are we not? I don't know. I don't know. Do you know? Brian, Brian, you're getting we way too ahead of yourself. Do not, do not check our numbers because we do not know that for sure. But yeah, as far as what I know personally as of right now, I think I'm correct. Yeah. But he also wanted to give a shout out to Peacock because you know what? They didn't go with plussing. They went with premium. So, hey, it's all good. Congrats on the success. Keep turning your knowledge of nothing into something. Oren. So thank you, Oren, for really being our top supporter for this show. You've given us some really good uh, content. Give us your feedback. You're always positive about the show. And just uh, thank you so much for, for being uh, with us since the beginning. I, 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 can't, uh, I can't say it enough. Oren, thank you so much for your support. We couldn't do this without you, and we appreciate everything that you've done. Keep listening, and we do this for you and everybody else out there. Thank you so much. Yeah, so again, guys, we, we love you all. Please feel free to write us. You know, we like it. We, you see how much attention we get? How much excitement is, is just given when you guys send us an email? So please, just flood our inboxes. Please, we're begging you. We're begging you. 
You know, I would love to be able to play the So Ronery thing from <laughs> Team America right now. I know. Well, I'll sing it. So I'm so Ronery. So Ronery. So Ronery. Okay. All right. There's I'm hearing no cats. One quite as Ronery. Okay, <laughs> okay. All right. Enough, Brian. All right, Jesus. All right. All right. Anyhow, thank you guys. Please, info at theknowledgeofnothing.com. One more time, info at theknowledgeofnothing.com. Brian, what do we have coming up next? We've got some film and streaming news that caught my eye. It was Tom Holland's interview where he states that Spider-Man 3, No Way Home, was his last contract with the Marvel Universe, which, of course, made my heart beat a little bit. I'm like, what? But then I got to thinking... There's no way Marvel or Sony does not sign him to a contract extension. So it's all a ploy. I took a deep breath. And even though I haven't seen that anything has been resolved yet, I have faith in these studios where they're not going to let their boy go. I'm sorry, dude. You know what? You know what? If he leaves, I'm not. I'm not. If he leaves, I'm fine with it. I am totally fine with it because you know what? This means to me. The person that I thought should have been in the MCU for, since the beginning, and a lot of people are going to be uh, having some issues with that, was I wanted to see Miles Morales. So oh, if we see Miles it. Morales come in, I Wait am fine with a that. minute. Why can't there be both? I'm with you. Miles Morales needs to be in the MCU, and I think he will be. But Spider-Man and Miles Morales are two different characters. They're not the same, and they can coexist together. I know, but what I'm saying is we can we can live without Tom Holland as Spider-Man. I'd much rather see you speak Miles for Morales yourself, sir. I cannot live without Spider-Man. Spider-Man, uh, Tom Holland. Oh, you mean Peter I, Parker? I prefer. I I really like Tom Holland's version of Spider-Man. But if they decide to I go with somebody too. else, then okay, I guess. But as far as the character goes, Spider-Man is my is my very close number two to Batman. But I'm in agreement with you. The MCU needs Miles Morales, and I love his comic books. I cannot wait to see a live-action version of Miles Morales, and I want to see it. But not at the expense of Peter Parker. I want to see them both on the big screen together. Okay, well, maybe one will be passing the mantle on to the other. Stop it I right now. I hope that's what happens. Stop. Oh, I'm just saying, hey, I'm just putting it you? out there. Hey, I am just uh, putting it out there. Hope I'm just putting it out there. You hope that's what's happening? Yes. No yes. way. Stop it right I, now. I want to see Michael. I want to see Miles Morales. Me too. I, that's, Me too. That's but not in lieu of the other. You know, uh, I, I, I also I, I'd be fine. I'd be fine. I know I'd you be would fine be. With You're him. weird. Yeah, you know, this is like, why would that be okay? Okay, anyway, <laughs> on to some other news. Well, real quick though, did you guys have any thoughts on the title itself? Yeah. No Way Home. I'm not a fan of it. Let me let me be honest. I with actually you. like it. I really do. I like it. I mean, it's it's keeping the home theme going along. I do. I, you knew Home was going to be in the title, but No Way Home, I know that Peter is about to go through this journey, right? Where he has been ousted by... by um, Mephisto. I was about to say it. I was about to say you saw me catch it, but I was about to say, it and I wanted you to go. Ah! By it's uh, Mysterio. By Mysterio. <laughs> Thank you. And then J. Joe Jameson ousting him into New York um, with the Daily Bugle blog or dot org or whatever it is dot com. So we know Peter is going to go on the run. You know, people are going to know that Peter is Spider Man, and he's about to embark on this crazy journey. 
But No Way Home, is there really no way for him to get back to New York? No, I, uh, this is how I'm kind no, of taking it. No, 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 no. I think, I think you're missing, I'm, I think you're missing the, the it point. Explain it uh, to me. There's no way home. He is now known. <laughs> he is now known as this person. There's nowhere he can hide. There's nowhere he can go. Aunt May is now, uh, you know, pretty much got a target on her back. So in essence, it, it's, it means that there is no way home for him. He now has to deal with the mantle of Spider-Man and everything it entails in his private life, in his web slinging life. It's all going to be a part of him. There, this is basically, uh, <laughs> I'm probably going to get a little too deep on this, but this is where he crosses from puberty into oh, manhood. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know. You're, I, that's, I know. It's just, but, this know, is where he now becomes a man. And becoming a man means that you can't go back home. You need to do what you need to do. And you need to start taking care of, of your people, of all of your family, your friends, in a whole different way. So yes, I don't think that he can go home after this. You know, Spider-Man's biggest thing was concealing his identity, right? Because he didn't want villains to attack his loved ones. He concealed his identity to protect the ones he loved. We know from the MCU that anybody who covers their face, the general public pretty much knew their identity. Even Nick Fury makes a comment about Tony Stark hiding his identity for a whole three minutes before he outed himself as Iron Man. We know that Steve Rogers is Captain America. We know that T'Challa is Black Panther. Anybody who covers their face, the public knows who they are. And now Spider-Man was kind of like the mystery as far as the public goes on who that character really was. And now he's been outed as well. All right. On to some other news. I I do have a guess though real quick. Because I think that Spider-Man will probably get involved with the multiverse. Yes, and that's well, where I he mean, might not be able to might not be able to come home. Yes, because but, he's not in his multiverse. So his movie and, and may that not would, end with him home. But yes. you know what that means? If he doesn't come back home, maybe Miles Morales will take over. <laughs> or he meets <laughs> so, Miles Morales so there we in go. a multiverse. Yeah, sure. Don't you whatever. take this away from me, Tony. I swear. I'm, I'm not taking anything away. I'm not <laughs> taking anything away from you. All right. You, next up in news. Don't you take away by Peter Next Parker. up in news. It was announced. Sadly, I wish I had some some sad music. So Wayne, cue the sad music. Uh, Comic Con is not going to be uh, in person. Well, actually, it might be in person. They they kind of left it hanging a little bit. But we now know that July is not going to be uh, Comic-Con, which really saddens me. Uh, However, there is a sliver of hope, folks, and that is there's talk of them doing it in November. I think that kind of screws everything up. What? But you know what? I'm still willing to do it. I will go there if if indeed uh, they do have an in-person Comic-Con in November I will try my damnedest to be there. So, same with me, but I do not want it in November. I mean, I don't have the budget for it in November. That is the holiday season, and I don't have the money to spend on a Comic Con 
while I'm trying to prepare for the holiday season. Well, there's this thing called a savings account. So you put whatever money that you would spend. Ooh, please explain into it a, more yes, to me. Put I, it, what? Whatever you would spend in <laughs> July, uh-huh. you put it in this thing called a savings account. I'm listening. And then you just hold it. And there's little, it'll gain some interest, believe it or not. Uh-huh. And then guess what? When November comes around, you would then take that money out of the savings account. So I take use it out it, in November? Yes, and you use it. You're going a little fast. You use it in November. It's quite a revolutionary thing, Brian. Hey, if there are any other people that listen to have a podcast and need an engineer, (laughs) just let me know. (laughs) I apologize for all the work you're going to have to do. Oh, sorry, sorry, Wayne. I'm sorry. You know who I I am sorry for? San Diego. They are losing billions of dollars uh, with without these cons, and I feel bad for the businesses in in San Diego. And I know that they get a lot of my money. When I go down there, I eat locally. I eat often. Tin <laughs> Fish. What's that? Shout out to Tin Fish. Oh, my gosh. Love that place. Yeah. Brian's never eaten there, have you? Or have you? I have not. Uh, I usually go to uh, Ho Daddy's. And, okay. Uh, so shout out to Ho Daddy's. And then I, I do uh, a lot of just the, the, the local stuff. So. Yeah. Anyway. What else is in the news, Brian? Tony, why don't you talk to us about the Birdcage remake? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was a low blow. Uh, Yes, there was Nathan Lane had dropped had dropped some some information. He's kind of teasing a birdcage sequel, and I hate it already. I think it's it it is not the birdcage without Robin Williams. So you know what? GTFO birdcage sequel. GTFO. GTFO. I yes. agree. Robin Williams was a big part of that movie, and it will not be the same without him. Let's go on J.J. Uh, Abrams' new project, Superman. Oh. Rumor has it um, he's going to cast um, an African-American Superman. How do you feel about that? Uh, I don't <laughs> – listen, I don't care. I, I don't care. No, I – I, I could not hit. I, I accidentally had my uh, my mic on. You set up a mind right in front of that one. You I know totally that? did. I oh, totally that was me. No, he didn't. Uh, listen, I, honestly, I honestly think that Michael B. Jordan, that's who they're talking oh my about, gosh. would be a phenomenal S- so Superman. The internet is totally going crazy over Michael B. Jordan as Superman, and that would I be think he phenomenal. Would be- I know he would be an amazing Superman. He would be so good. I would love to see that Superman. But I think isn't it isn't isn't JJ taking like isn't he taking like an easy way out on this and and calling him Elseworlds? I think so. You know, you and I are kind of on the same page with that. You know, here's here's what gets me. One, Tony and I are in agreement with we would love to see Michael B. Jordan play Superman because yes. he would kick ass and totally take my money. I'm I'm buying a ticket. I want to see that. And I know Tony feels the same way. But if there was a guy that is Superman to me, it's Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, he would. I, I absolutely support that. I would love to see it. I would like I would love to see the storyline behind that. But anyway, Henry Cavill has signed a multi-picture deal with DC for upcoming movies. And I'm just wondering if JJ Abrams is going to make another Superman movie before Henry Cavill gets a sequel to his own Man of Steel franchise. What does that mean? I am kind of confused and perplexed. Uh, uh, you know about what this means? Uh, so the one thing I will say about this is I don't want JJ Abrams touching anything fucking DC. 
That's my issue. Okay. I, I don't think that he should be touching anything in the comics world. I don't think after what that travesty that he has committed to the Star Wars universe, I don't want him touching anything. Here's where I agree anything. and disagree with you. No, I. Uh, what do you mean? Well, the guy has not. Explain. This is uh, this is one issue that I have had with J.J. Abrams. He has never done anything great, anything great. Okay. Name one thing that he has done great. Well, he's I'm, done some pretty good things. He's done some very good things, but he has never done anything well, great. How do you say very good and then not great? I mean, like, tell me one project that he, that you consider very good, and let me see if I would consider it great. Let's go with Lost. Oh gosh, no! <laughs> I wouldn't even consider that, that was very, very good. That was not very good. That left yes, so it many was. fans Up until upset. The se- but the first season was phenomenal. <laughs> anyway, okay. let's get back on track. No, and what w- another thing that was very good was his his um, Mission Impossible, but they were not great. What was great was Fallout. Fallout was the best right, out of that whole bunch. That was a great film. If you have not seen Mission Impossible, Fallout. I beg you to go see that because it is the best out of the whole series. Here's where I'm going to agree with you and disagree with you at the same time. Where I agree with you, I am not excited with J.J. Abram being the head of a project. You know, I am with you. I'm not a big J.J. Abram fan, you know, enthusiast. I think he's talented. I think he's he's good. But as far as a big project like the like the DCEU, I'm... Yeah, you I've know, been burned too much like, by him. I feel like that's too big of a project for him. Where I am excited, though, is I do believe that the DC needs a Kevin Feige-type figurehead to where there needs to be a singular person in charge of projects so that everything kind of falls in line, whether that be multiverses or Elseworlds or, or whatever or continuity there just needs to be a single person there just focused on it. And if that's JJ, then that's JJ. And I'm all for that. But for him, I'm going to do an Elseworlds project on a solo thing. I'm not a fan of that. I like the solo movies, but I'm more of a fan of the Marvel type storyline where each movie progresses the story. And I like progression. And that's where... I'm a fan. I like crossover. I like these Easter eggs, and I don't like these solo one-off movies. I want to see the Snyder Cut. I love the idea of the Snyder Cut and the possibility of it branching off to several other projects. And Wonder Woman 1984. Gosh, I I do love that. I mean, I I'm not I I'm. Not hiding that, you know, like you keep bringing All it right, up. Come like, on, do we have any other? You news? brought it up. Well, don't cut me off after you bring it up. <laughs> I was like, what's wrong with you? Yes, Gal Gadot. Because we're trying to get you to speed things along. Cast her in everything. Moving okay. on. Okay. All right. Yes. <laughs> anything else that we want to talk about? Wayne, is there anything that you want to talk about in the movies or the the entertainment news this week? Let's quickly recap the Disney Plus announcements before we move on. All right. It was announced also that uh, we now have some dates for some really cool content coming to Disney+. Plus. I can't wait for this one. Loki is coming out on June 11th. 
I just, I can't wait. This is, I think, the one thing that I'm really, really have been excited about. I love this character. I love to see kind of the havoc this brings. The trailers have been fun. I've been waiting for this date to kind of drop, and now it has been officially announced that June 11th will be the start of Loki the series on Disney+. And then this May, on May 4th of all days... May the 4th be with you, Star Wars Day. We are now getting Star Wars Bad Batch. I can't wait for that one to come out. If you haven't seen the trailer, it is pretty cool. And it is a take on things that's just a little bit different. And I cannot wait for uh, Bad Batch to come out on Star Wars Day of this year, 2021. That's only, what, two months away? Woo! That's coming up And then, get this, it also came out... There is a Mighty Ducks second trailer. Woo woo! All right. Mighty Ducks Game Changers coming out March 26th. We got a second trailer. I can't be more hyped for this show. I know that my co-hosts are are not really looking forward to it, but I have a feeling that once they start watching this, their minds are going to change. And Mighty Ducks, let me ask you guys this. Did you guys watch the Mighty Ducks series uh, in the 90s? Yes. Excellent. No. <laughs> no. We got a note yes. Tony, can you please no. watch Mighty Ducks 1, 2, and 3 before... Yeah, as, as soon as you watch any Quentin Tarantino film that I you want you to see. name the film and I will watch it. Oh. I will oh, let yes. you know <laughs> yes. that I am, oh, actually, I, don't even, I... I am actually an extra in D2, The Mighty Ducks Are Back, in that... Even was, more reason for me to stay away from he, it. You know, I got some on-air time here. Yeah, so so I have a special place in my heart for this franchise. Sounds like a con challenge to me. Yes, can you find where I'm at? Anyway, let's, let's you, throw you, down the you gauntlet. Gotta, you got to picture me as a teenager with hair and uh, find out where I'm at. But Tony, please tell me the Quentin Tarantino movie you'd like me to watch. I will happily watch it. I will do a book report on it just so that you can watch the Mighty Ducks franchise and then be ready for. The Mighty Ducks series Game Changers coming out March 26th, I believe. Okay, really? Yeah. You want to go here? Tell me. Is it just one? I have you're, you're you telling me to I'm watch three you, of the films. You tell me three films. Tell me three. I will. Oh, I got a oh pad wow. And paper he really wants to commit. Our, okay. Our fans at home, I've got a pad and paper in front of me. I will write them down and I will watch okay. them before right. the Mighty Ducks series airs on Disney+. Plus. Okay, okay, fair enough. All right. First one. Reservoir Dogs. You got it. Okay. Second one, Pulp Fiction. Okay. And the third one, Inglorious Bastards. You got it. I'll do it. Oh, wow. Woo, I'm looking forward to this now. So are we going to do a double feature review on when the series gets released and then the movie yes, gets released? let's do that. Shout. That Antony. sounds great. In D2, the Mighty Ducks are back in the final game, you know, where the USA is versus Iceland. I am actually part of the fans. Let me just take one at a time, okay? Let me see the first film and tell me where. And then I will, I will tell you, I will tell you. I, I watched the first film. I'm in two scenes. Okay, well, you know, I'll cross that bridge when I get to it, Brian. Good luck. Okay, I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. But you heard it here first, folks. I have to watch three Mighty Ducks films, and Brian has to watch three 
Quentin Tarantino films. Oh, I can't. I wait. will give you oh, my honest is... opinion. And Tony, Woo! I want yours. And don't be afraid to tell me that you're a fan. You okay. Know, I, you know, listen, like, I, I, I am I <laughs> I told you, I am open to anything. I'm open to it. I'm open did to it. Did you like, let me ask you this. Did you like the bad news beers? I liked uh I did like Billy Bob Thornton's version, but I, I the the original was awesome with Walter Matthau. Yes. And Tatum O'Neill. That is the one that I, is I really just a classic. It, it is it's it's an amazing And film. I love the one where they play in the Astrodome. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that one. That yeah. Was awesome. Th- that was a sequel. So but, if you're uh, a fan uh, of this franchise, I think you're gonna be a fan of the Muddy Ducks. It's the same okay, type we'll of movie. We'll see. Bad news bears. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, Bad News Bears had a little bit more attitude. Oh, All right, you don't uh, even anything know. else? You haven't seen it. How would you Is know? There <laughs> like, they... uh, because it was PG and it was from Disney. That's all I need Same to know. Same thing. Anyhow, Anyhow, you know what? Enough of that. In our next segment, we're going to be discussing some gaming news. All right? Gaming news right after a word from our sponsors. Greetings, converts! Visit the Soy Cat Candles online store and stock up on all-natural 100% soy wax candles infused with essential oils, animal earth and human friendly. Visit www.soycatcandles.com. That's www.soycatcandles.com. Soy Cat Candles. 100% soy, 100% paw some. All right, before we get to gaming news, I have an announcement to make. We have a result from our poll that we asked you regarding which do you prefer, Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat? And guess what? We now have the answer. And that answer is Brian, he loves Street Fighter. And yes, I, I thought I thought that Mortal Kombat was the better of the two. I honestly thought I was going to lose this week because I thought there was more of a Street Fighter kind of vibe out there. But you guys have come through once again. 90% of you, 90, 90% Brian, 90% preferred 90%. Mortal Kombat over Street Fighter 90, 2. 90 90 Ninety percent, and that Brian hurts. didn't know that. I know it hurts. What bad? I know. Yeah, that is ridiculous. No, it's 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 awesome. Ugh. It was a fatality. That's what it was. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was a that was a brutality. Quite frankly, that, that was is, a brutality. I, like I, just I mean, his limbs were, were kicked taken. in the face nine times. Yes, and your limbs were all ripped apart, and your gonads were all coming out. Uh, you know, um, your heart was ripped out. Ninety percent of you, 90%. Mar- Mortal Kombat, Mortal yes. Kombat. Yes, I, I love it. I love that. Thank you so much. Again, I thought I was going to get whooped this week, but no, you guys came through, and you're on the right side of uh, of, of that you, conversation. Everybody. All Tony, right. So, is there any other gaming news out this week? Yeah, you tell me. Uh, <laughs> I've got something up here telling me I need to talk about. Pokemon? Yes, let's give a happy birthday to Pokemon. It is its 26th birthday. It's 26th anniversary. It came out in 1995, and it is going strong still. What gaming franchise can still say that? There are a few out there, I know. I mean, wow. 26 years strong, and it's still going. 
I am excited about this franchise. I am a big fan. I play Pokemon. My family plays Pokemon. We play tournaments against each other. It has brought us closer together, which I believe is the uh, whole idea of the whole uh, franchise. Okay, I, I get that. So so what was the big anniversary news? That there are new games coming out. They're redoing a Diamond and... and fuck, I don't know. <laughs> Diamond and Pearl. Is it Diamond and Pearl? Thank you. I believe it's Diamond and Pearl. I'm going to look it up. Diamond and Pearl? Yeah. Wow, and, are they are they are they Prince fans or something? Because you know diamonds and pearls. Uh, is that that are they Prince? Yeah, that, that's Prince fans, right? They're Prince let's fans. Let's go on to Mass Effect. So this is a another very, yeah another another huge franchise which um, I am a big fan of. Now this is a very far fetched rumor meal type thing. Some fans um, on the internet took a screenshot of a recent uh, post that Henry Cavill did and thought, maybe it's confirmed, I'm not sure, thought they saw something from BioWare in the background. We know that BioWare is the uh, makers of Mass Effect, which is an amazing franchise. And if Henry Cavill is involved in that project, I would be very excited about. So let's hope that that is true. We don't know for sure. We just know that's something that um, that the internet found that may be or maybe not be true. But if that does come to uh, to play out, I would be very excited about. Hey, what 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 role would he play? That would be for Mass Effect uh, Shepard, which is the uh, the main the, dude, the, the main character. Okay, cool. I, I'm hoping it would be Shepard. Like I said, there have been no announcements on this. Wow. And then last but not least, so Wayne in talking with Wayne, as we often do. Wayne has mentioned this game that he would like to talk about a little bit. He told me the premise of it. I cannot wait to play it. So, Wayne, without further ado, what's on your radar? Well, as a game that was, I think, won multiple game awards in 2020. And ironically, being 2020 being the crappy year that it is, the game's called Hades. And it's an amazing game. And I, I'm a little bit late to the game, but I just started playing it. And my God, it's a roguelite, so it's a very random Random generated you know, rooms that you go through. You're basically a character of Zagreus, who's the son of Hades, and you're trying to escape hell. And to do, I don't want to say anything from the spoiler story yeah. part of it, but typically these type of games don't have a story. Uh, they're just more like a grind out, battle yeah. out, and you just keep going. But the story is amazing. And the way that they tell it is very engaging and it makes you keep wanting to play more and more. And when you die, because you will die, and you're going to die a lot. But you actually kind of look forward to dying because it reveals more story elements. Wow. So they basically turn your, your, your every time you die into a, a piece of the, uh, an element of the story? Yes. It's, it's fantastic. That, that, that's awesome because uh, how many times do we all die and right. it's all for naught, right? It's, there's nothing that comes out of it except a bunch of frustration. But hey. So I mean, Wayne has explained this game to me as well and it is so awesome because if you are a fan of mythology yes then i highly recommend this based on wayne's recommendation yeah if you're I, a for huge one, fan of greek mythology yes i'm going to purchase this game and start playing it with my wife because of wayne's recommendation it is so great and even dying there's a lesson in that as well so dying is a part of the game but you go through Greek mythology. So if you're a fan of that, then you are going to love this game. Weren't you talking about how, how spot on the mythology was too? Oh, absolutely. My wife, Well, uh, I mean, because Dana, Dana, Dana's like Dana's big on that. Dana's huge into Greek mythology, and she just loves the way they depicted it. The, the kind of the dialogue that you have with the characters in Hades, as well as the all the gods too. It's just, 
it just kind of brings the world to life and i just it's very fast it's very wow. snarky too the there's a lot of attitude which is then the sense of humor is pretty fantastic as well wow so then that would fit right in with this show mm-hmm. a lot of attitude <laughs> a lot of snarkiness um and what what system is that on wayne uh curly is on the switch nintendo switch and it's available now um, it's available now and also i believe it's also available on pc but right now it's on switch if you're a console gamer Sweet. Totally looking forward to it. Wow. Yeah, I will be downloading that after this show is completed tonight. All right. Well, that wraps up our video game segment. You know, it was, uh, it was a little brief, but hey, it's all good. After the, a word from our sponsors, we'll be back with some pop quickies. This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Conmen, K-O-N-M-E-N. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com, take your podcast to the next level. It's time for Pop, Pop, Pop Quickies. Welcome back, gentlemen. Yes, I'm so looking forward to this. This is going to be so much fun. You so much even, fun. You have no idea what I'm going to tell, ask you guys. I have you know? no idea, but Wayne, yeah, but I can Wayne, just, uh, I trust. The way the show is already is going, this I'm is going make. to be, this, <laughs> this is going to be, Something that is going to be unforgettable. Well, let's start off. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but. Well, let's, let's keep it simple. Let's when it keep comes, it simple. Let's keep it simple. I feel like we could do an alcoholic beverage question. Let's start with that. <laughs> yeah, that is that is pretty relevant for what is going on right now. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah it like, really is. You know, we usually have a, you know, a beverage during the recording. So let's yes, start off do. with this one. When it comes to beer, can or bottled? Oh, um, I'm always about the bottle. I, I love bottle. It doesn't seem like uh, they've gotten better with their can technology. Is that a thing uh, where you really don't taste that tinniness? Uh, I don't know if they line them tinniness? now. I don't know what the deal is with that, but uh, yeah, tinniness. Sometimes word. if you had like a like I don't know, there's just this weird kind of maybe it's subliminal, maybe it's something that's subconscious or something where it's like. I just, I don't know. I didn't, I don't like drinking out of a can, but a bottle, I don't know. You could see through it sometimes if it's Corona. I, I like a bottle. I just like a bottle. <laughs> what about you, Brian? I agree with you. If I'm going to just drink it straight on, I'd prefer to drink it out of a bottle, but I do know the benefits of the can. And that is so that the light doesn't transfer into it, changing the taste because light can distort the way that the beer tastes. Wow, so, I didn't know that. Yeah, absolutely. So that's why certain beers are different tints. Some are really dark. Some are are clear. Where a can. So it's- is it can or is it bottle? <laughs> <laughs> that was enough. Uh, we we got into the science of shit. I just want to know: Is there a can? He Do you like your beer bottle. in a can he, he or a bottle? bottle? He said okay. bottle. Bottle. <laughs> All right, moving on. Let's go to food. Oh, right. Yes. Our favorite. Yes. Do you guys prefer a spring roll or an egg roll? Ooh. Egg roll. <laughs> Deep really? fry that sucker. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know what? I, I think I think I'm with you on that. Uh, yeah. I was gonna say I spring just like roll the crunch. I like the yeah. crunch of it. You know, with you know, it could be a veggie egg roll. You know, I'm fine with that. It yeah. doesn't have to be something like like meaty or chicken or anything in there. No. You know, but I like the crunch nuance. It just feels like oh, there's something satisfying about that. A spring roll to me is like it. it it gets in trouble. Sometimes it, it has to be a certain way, right? I got the if you eat carrot it, chunk in it. <laughs> well, no, but if you eat it and then there's like any kind of saliva on it, then it turns into this gelatinous kind of mess where I don't know, but I don't know about you, but how about those like those Panda Express like egg rolls where you yeah. just bite into it? It's like all grease. I, I love that. I, I love do that too. greasiness. I don't like. I, I don't know. I like the wrapper. I don't like seeing through the wrapper. I like egg rolls. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know Wayne is looking at me in disgust. I am so disgusted by that right now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. It, but like, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't want to admit it, but you know, like when you ask it, I'm like, gosh, I don't want to say that I want egg rolls, but I do want. Egg <laughs> I do. I egg rolls. I think all the <laughs> you way. What else I love Sp- the deep frying that we're talking about. You know, like the uh, Jack in the Box tacos. <laughs> <laughs> I just love oh, it's so awful for I you. Know, it's so I know, bad. I but know. Deep but we're not on that. Taco. We're we're talking know, we're talking about But to me I put them in the God, same now I'm craving now I'm craving now I'm craving one, man. <laughs> I'm now craving a taco. Jesus. Speaking of tacos. Oh wow. Look at that. I was going to save this for later, but you know, you guys gave me a segue. <laughs> yeah, no, he, I mean, this is second week in a row that he's kind of giving you a segue. Well, actually, last time, uh, Brian, was it Brian? Or last time, or, yeah. Or is it Tony? I can't remember. Sorry, I don't remember guys. I know. I think it was last time. You it was, asked a question before I got to ask it, and it was you. Yes, he did. Um, so anyways, when it comes to fish tacos. Ooh, I love fish tacos. Battered or grilled? Battered. Yes. No. Me, for me, it's battered. Oh, no, my gosh. No, it's, it's, it's fresh for me. It, it's grilled. It's grilled. Can it not I, be fresh if it's battered? I, no, I, yeah. mean, I meant grilled. I, I meant for, okay. Uh, with with fish tacos, there's nothing better to oh me than than a. Uh, where do you get your fish tacos? Where do I get my fish like, tacos? Like your your best fish tacos. Where I usually make my own, and it's always grilled, and and they taste so much better grilled. You really taste the fishiness. It it brings out. It enhances the flavors of things. I think with beer batter fish. Uh, or battered fish tacos, it doesn't. It doesn't really complement the fish. It, it seems like it's it's there to kind of disguise the the fish, and then we'll put some shit all around it, and then we'll put some fancy dressings on there. But there is nothing better than a, a grilled fish taco with maybe some uh, fresh guacamole Ooh. and uh, some corn, maybe some roasted corn on it, and maybe a little salsa verde, some red onion. And some cilantro. That Gosh, is just like that sounds amazing. I want fish tacos I know, right? so bad yeah. right now. I, I know, am right? <laughs> a fan of fish tacos. I love it with the uh, with kind of like a uh, jalapeno aioli on it. But I'm a fan of the battered, the beer battered. You know, like I get you, Tony. I I understand what you're saying. It kind of takes away from the fishiness taste of it. Which I am a fan of, but gosh, I just I think it's a texture thing. I like the texture of it. Uh, but how can you talk about texture when you got when you have a beer battered fish, Brian? It's just all like one. It, there's no texture to it. I can't explain it, but you drizzle that fresh lime over it. You've got the avocado on there. You've got the kind of the cabbage on there. The cabbage slaw. I am so in love with that taco right now, and. You know, I prefer it battered, but I'll eat it grilled too. I mean, there's nothing better I can say. 
Uh, grilled, grilled is the way to go. Grilled is the way to go. And if I make a recommendation, because I know you guys talked about places in San Diego, there's a place called Blue Water Grill. So, yes, yeah. Wayne, oh. you have taken me there. I yes, remember I when I came back from Texas, you and Dana were nice enough to take me to San Diego for a day. And uh, we went by there, and yes, that yeah. is now a stop that we go to every single time we're in San so Diego. Basically, it's a fish market that also makes grilled fish tacos and or plates or sandwiches. So and good. it's absolutely amazing. So yeah. good. Oh, anyways, moving on. I know we talked a bit about Spider-Man earlier in this episode, so I want you guys to rank your favorite Spider-Man. And I think you might already know the answer to this, but I'm going to give you three choices, and these are the most modern Spider-Man. Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire, and of course, Andrew Garfield. Number one, or actually number three, Andrew Garfield. Just was a bore to me. He, he just was boring, and he seemed very whiny. And uh, I just, I didn't, I, I, I don't know. I, there was something that's very off-putting about him. Tobey Maguire would be two, uh, because I felt like, you know, that was when Superman came, or Spider-Man came out. That was what, 2001, 2002? I remember it was maybe 2002 because it was right after 9-11. And I just remember being transported and seeing finally, after all these years of wanting to see Spider-Man on the big screen, it was, it was magical to see him, you know, whipping around, you know, swinging through New York. It was just, it was absolutely incredible. And, you know... But then, then came along Spider-Man 3, and that kind of ruined all of it for me. Uh, but number <laughs> one is Tom Holland. Uh, Tom Holland just brings so much to that role. He brings an innocence. He brings um, a smartness. He brings wit. He brings heart. He brings a soul to, to Spider-Man that I, I don't think anybody else has even come close. I totally agree with you. Tom Holland is Spider-Man. That kid is so good at this role that now whenever I think of Spider-Man, I think of Tom Holland. Even when I read Spider-Man in the comic books, I hear Tom Holland's voice in my head as I'm reading his little thought bubbles. It is so good. They could not have cast a better actor for this role. Now, number two in my eyes, Tobey Maguire. I remember just being amazed by his Spider-Man movie, um, the first one, and then followed up by his sequel. To me, that was like the first true comic book movie out there. Like there was, well, know, I think, I think X-Men came out a little bit before. I know, that, but, but I wasn't really, X-Men had some great parts. Don't get me wrong to it. It's not like I hated the whole movie, but there were some things about X-Men that I had some issues with, but Spider-Man, I mean, Spider-Man, like Batman, I hold to a higher standard and I critique these movies to the T and there is yet to be a perfect Batman movie or Spider-Man movie, but you know, uh, Christian what are you, you, no, no, no. I'm going to take umbrage with you on that. You're saying that there has not been a, a perfect uh, Batman film. Out of a hundred, I would give it a 99. There was one thing that, that I really kind of have problems with. And to me, they're minor, but it's you're it, crazy. That film is flawless. No, it's that not. Film is no, flawless. It's not. It, it is. Anyway, it is absolutely flawless. Anyway. And as far as Andrew Garfield goes, you know, I enjoyed his storyline a lot. Um, and I enjoyed his, uh, um, I don't even remember the storyline, but I enjoyed his, uh, love interest with Gwen Stacy. 
because to me, I prefer Gwen Stacy over Mary Jane in the comic books. So for but uh, they they do they they hatchet jobbed that entire story. That story was amazing, and they just trashed it. I was not a fan of Andrew Garfield, where I was a fan of the story, the love story between Gwen Stacy and Peter Parker. Tom Holland is my first pick. Tobey Maguire is my second, and then Andrew Garfield. But my quibble about the Dark Knight, I just have a problem with Christian Bale's Batman voice. And oh, shut your front! Shut the front door, and dude. And the way they shot the fight sequences—they're too close to it. I mean, it was confusing. It was hard to follow. It's like the Transformer movies when the Transformers fought against each other. Uh, you're, so hard. you're comparing Dark Knight to Transformers? No, I'm comparing the you're- fight scene. Oh, yeah, dude, you need to step off, dude. That <laughs> film, The Dark Knight, is Stop, quite possibly the most perfect film. Dark Knight is phenomenal. That is the best Batman movie I've seen to date. This was a... But you to say that there it's was a never a perfect... It's a 99 out of 100. Not, a 99 out of 100. It's very It sounds more like it's more like a 90 out of 100 nope, or maybe make, an 89. You're lowering it more for me. I, because I, I you're telling me it. about the fight sequences. You're telling me that you don't like them. You're telling me you don't it's like the bad I voice. I want to see it. And yeah, I don't want smoker voice. <laughs> Dude, I am sorry. I'm sorry. That that film is about as damn near perfect as you I can admit, get. I am nitpicking, but I'm a huge fan, and I'm going to nitpick. Just like I like Ben Affleck as as Batman, but I had oh, you dude, Just, what are you talking well, about? He was let the worst. We're gonna save that for another pop quickie, man. I have okay, an yes. Issue anyway, with, sorry. With them killing in the films, to me, my Batman doesn't kill. All right, are you guys ready to move on? <laughs> yeah, ready. I'm ready to move on. Okay, so. In line with the question I just asked about Spider-Man, rank your favorite MJ slash Gwen, because obviously in The Amazing Spider-Man, they didn't have MJ or she was not introduced yet. So yeah, Kirsten Dunst, Zendaya, Emma Stone. I like Emma Stone. I mean, I thought she was so great as Gwen Stacy. I thought she was fantastic. I thought her chemistry with Batman on screen was great. I was more of a fan of her than I was of uh, Andrew Garfield. Batman? Fuck. Batman? Yes, I loved her. I loved uh, I loved her chemistry with Batman <laughs> as well. And you know what? Yes. She was also great with <laughs> the Incredible Hulk. And man, boy, did she ever give it to Wolverine really well. There that that chemistry was just right on. Her chemistry with Spider-Man was phenomenal. That is what kept me engaged in the movie. He is my lowest ranking Spider-Man, but that storyline aspect I really liked. I have to agree with 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 Emma Stone. But, because uh, I just I just have kind of a crush on her anyway. So I mean that's <laughs> kind of that's why I would pick her. I just think that she's cool. I like her in La La Land. I I've just always been a fan. Easy A. If anybody's ever seen that movie, it was a great film. I'm trying to think of another movie I've seen her in. Uh, she's in a lot of movies. Uh, I just like Emma Stone. But is. you know what? Uh, honestly, Zendaya has really kind of surprised me as well. I think that she is bringing kind of a coolness, kind of a hipness, kind of something that we haven't seen before to that role. And I think that that is, that's cool. I, I like when you, we see things or different takes on characters that we've seen in the past. And I, I don't know, I'm, she's charming. And I, abs- I, I like her in that role. 
You know, I give it to you. She is charming. Um, she has good chemistry with Tom Holland, and and I really like that. But as far as me seeing her as MJ, to me, MJ is a different character than what Z- Zendaya uh, is That's playing. why I said Emma Stone, but I liked what they were doing with Zendaya. Well, MJ is an actress. She's a, you know, she's kind of... Oh, okay, I get ditzy, it, but, my, you know, but Emma Stone... Zendaya is... It's kind of a weird hybrid. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, on to the next question. <laughs> I'm scared to ask the next question. I, I am too. I am so scared of what's coming next. Because I have another rank question for you guys. Oh, good. <laughs> As I'm staring at a roll of toilet paper in Brian's frame. You know what? Instead of ranking it, just tell me who your favorite is. Okay? Go ahead. Because we talked about, you know, Michael B. Jordan as soups. Yes. So who is your favorite Superman? And I'll give you a choice. Christopher Reeve, Henry Cavill. Brandon Ruth or Dean Kane. We didn't add uh, Tom Welling to that. He played uh, Superman in, in Smallville. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's, that, that, <laughs> okay. that's also add to the list. Sure. Why not? I mean, he's on my top. I just wanted to make sure he's part of the list. <laughs> sure. Tony, go ahead. Uh, you know what? I, I have to. Um... Oh, boy, this is a hard, this is a harder question than I, than I anticipated. I, I'm going Henry Cavill. He is amazing. In my opinion, I love him as Superman. He, he looks the part. In my opinion, he is a strong actor and I think he has on-screen chemistry with his co-stars and I see him as Superman. Uh, I have to go with Christopher Reeve. I, I just, that was the one I grew up with. Uh, when I saw Superman on, on the screen and his Clark Kent was so damn good. His Clark Kent was just was just sublime. It was it was great. It was just perfect for the time. Uh, it, you know, I, I have some issues with the films, but overall, he is my Superman, and he's always going to be my Superman. When I hear that theme, I instantly think of Christopher Reeve. He is um, he he will always be. My my Superman because I just uh, the 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 suit, the his demeanor, the way he carried himself, uh, just that performance that he played in that uh, is just iconic Superman, and that's the Superman I always think of whenever I hear of Superman. All right, so the next follow up question is going to be similar to what we did before. Who was your favorite Lois Lane? Ooh. Was it Margot Kidder, Amy Adams? Terry Hatcher or Kate Bosworth? Uh, yeah, Margot Kidder. Margot Kidder for me. Uh, again, I have to go back to that. She had, you know, the, the one thing I've seen that I've seen that is kind of lacking, for a better term, are balls. I mean, yeah, Amy Amy Adams kind of does that with her with her Lois Lane a little bit, but you know what? This was a reporter. She wanted to get the story. She was going to do everything in her power to do it, and nobody was going to stop her, and nobody was going to get in her way. And Margot Kidder always just kind of had that edginess that I think that Lois needed um, uh, in order to, to, to be believable and also to kind of offset or, or complement uh, Superman at the time. That dynamic between the two is just one of those magical things that you see every once in a while. Margot Kidder is my Lois Lane as well. Um, yeah, I hate talking old school stuff like that. But yes, Margot Kidder is going to be my Lois Lane. How about you, Brian? I'm going to mention somebody who played Lois Lane who wasn't part of your list, who I think just encapsulates the character. And that is uh, Erica Durance, who played in Smallville. She was a very strong 
woman, an investigative reporter, you know, didn't take no for an answer, just would do whatever it took to get the story and will put herself in harm's way to find whatever it takes for her narrative. And I thought she did it the best. And to me, I, I think of her when I think of Lois Lane. All right. So this will be the last question, gentlemen. Yes. You guys ready? <laughs> yeah. You guys eat eggs, right? Yes. Oh, yes. I love eggs. But how do you like it prepared? Uh, over easy. Over easy? You, so yes, you like over mushy easy. eggs? I love over <laughs> easy eggs. What? What? No, it's just gross to me, but okay. You know, if okay, you like, explain if you like to me. All right, eggs, what, what do ahead. you like? What do you like, Brian? You know, I, I'm dried either... up, scrambled, I bet. I bet you're a scrambled please, guy. Please, please. I can go scrambled, you know, but if you do scramble and you scramble them hard, but I'm a sunny side up guy. I like the oak runny out. You know, I like to dip my toast in it. So then, why like are you s- giving me? Why are you giving me shit? Because that because is, I like uh, I like I like you like over your easy. air eggs in the same way you like your oatmeal. You know, it is gross. You know, just kind of fluffy, you know, almost liquid type over easy you know, type scrambled. Okay, you know, and what is sunny you, side up? You just crack the egg and you throw it on a hot pan. I don't know why I need to explain sunny side up to you. But it seems like you're splitting hairs on this one, man. <laughs> yeah, no, that's totally but... splitting hairs. It is totally splitting hairs. The only difference is I put mine so it just cooks a little bit when you flip it over. And then maybe like just a good five seconds and me. then you bring it out. It's not mushy. It kind of It kind of seals in the goodness. So then when you really dig into it... That it kind of bursts across the plate. Do you guys ever and do you, the steam you, technique with a cover? Yes, on top? yeah, we yeah. do that as well. Yeah. yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Oh wow, sounds like that's not too far off. From yeah, it's not too far off. Well, I don't, I don't get it. Sunny side up and and over easy are pretty much the, kind of one and the same. I would think. So I prefer sunny side up with a sourdough toast. <laughs> there you go. Okay. That's All right. Uh, yeah. So a little we're going to go at little, it over over easy and. Yeah, and and over easy is disgusting to you. What? I, I can't. That's what you just said. Yeah. Yeah. I can't get over that logic because they're they're pretty much the same thing. Anyway. Oh my god, you guys. Yeah. You know, what a weird fucking episode this has been. You know, I don't. I haven't. I've been trying not to use the f word, but this has been a weird fucking episode. I don't know what is going on, but it has been weird. And thank you for joining us for the knowledge of nothing podcast this has been episode number 18 and before we get going brian do you have anything that you want to say yeah thank you everybody supporting the show and we look forward to our next episode and stay safe out there all right wayne anything that you want to add before we get going no but you could better think about what your poll question is going to be because you won that over comp plus last week of course he did. i know i did i did. i don't he know I, I, every poll question I, of course he i did. know because i am right i am right uh i think i might have to i want to i'm curious now i think i might want to do the uh sunny side versus over easy that's just a mind boggle <laughs> that's a mind uh boggle in and of itself so i think that's going to be the poll question and, and brian may very well end up winning on that oh, one you say that every week yeah, yeah like, I, I do, I but we'll no see. I have no hopes of winning. <laughs> okay. <not laughs> All right. And that concludes this episode of the Knowledge of Nothing podcast. Thank you, as always, for joining us. You can follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Facebook and on Twitter. Until next time, have a great week. 